Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Eddie, I just said that it's been a, a long, long time. June last year in Cardiff, uh, Cordina against Ogawa, since I last spoke to you. Just living it up in Edinburgh, Scotland. I see you're training now. Yeah. You know, you've got your Misfits debut coming up. Oh, you could fight Parsons. There's Super a weight difference, he's heavier than me. Is he? Yeah, yeah he's only about that tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just sticking on Parsons. You, you spoke to him about the pad work and all that. You said he was terrible, but did the pad man not make him look good? Not really. No. You, you, listen, there's only so much you can do, you know? You can't polish a turd, as they say. That's my headline right there. Um, yeah, let's talk about this. Um, quite a quiet sort of press conference, quiet sort of way, and the crowd was there for Pacheco and Cullen. But you look at the the Davis Jr. fight and the Foley fight and the Pacheco and Cullen fight, man, that's got war written. I, I can see two amazing fights at the top of the bill. I think so. I mean, look, we, we lost the Callum Smith fight, which was obviously disappointing, but we got a really good card from top to bottom. And you kind of get that decision to make at that time. You've got, what, 16 fighters that have been training for eight weeks. They've all individually sold a lot of tickets. You've got world-class stars like Pacheco, Peter McGrail. You've got really good fights with Robbie Davis and, and Foley. You've got the Romford Bull, Johnny Fisher. Everyone's coming up from Essex and booked their tickets. Got a really good female fight as well between Wilkinson and Rhiannon Dixon. I even like Akib Fiaz against Dean Dodge. Really good fight. Campbell Hatton, uh, Paddy Lacey uh, as well, and George Lillard. It's a good show. And uh, those two main fights could really surprise you. I love the Pacheco-Cullen fight because... We live in a world of hype, and that's my fault, but we hype up Diego Pacheco, and we're going to find out what he's made of tomorrow night. Well, I said that. I said to Pacheco, and obviously, you're out your comfort zone in a little bit. You're headlining your first card overseas against Jack Cullen, who's had good wins. He's, he's been the underdog and won, and he's lost some big fights, but he has upset the apple cut a couple of times. Um, so the pressure is on young Diego Pacheco being only 22 years old. Yeah, and he's never... You know, I know that Jack Cullen is a European-level fighter. We saw him... You know, he was coasting that European title fight, got hit by a brutal body shot, got, got stopped. But he's not a world-class fighter. But Pacheco, he's the best opponent of Pacheco's career so far. And Pacheco's away from home. You know, we know that Cullen's got a lot of support. He's very tough. He's very experienced now. And I like it because all that build-up that you do, and now it's time. You know, and he may, maybe he unravels on Saturday night. Maybe he um, gets overrun by the occasion. Maybe the fight goes deep and Cullen toughs it out. Maybe he's a bit too experienced for him. 
but Pacheco can really fight and it's not just the 17 wins that he's had since the age of 17 it's the hard sparring with Canelo Alvarez and Dimitri Bivo and David Benavidez and all these great fighters and uh, you know, I, I think Pacheco's a special talent you touched on Akib Fiaz there. Now, when I'm looking at the card, I've seen that Akib Fiaz and Young Campbell Hatton have been on the same card a couple of times, both around that Manchester area, both around the same weight. One's red, one blue. That fight makes sense to you? It's a big fight for the arena. I mean, Akib Fiaz is one of our biggest ticket sellers, and you know, Campbell Hatton's got a few hundred coming from Manchester himself on, on Saturday night. So I think that when we talk about the stages of their development, Campbell Hatton is a couple of fights behind Akib Fiaz. But at some point, you know, when we talk about, I was just saying on the stream there, when you talk about development, how long is development? At what time do you say? And, and Campbell Hatton, you forget, has been developing for quite a while now. And there's only so many fights you can get before you take that risk or that gamble. And really, he's one or two fights away from that bigger step up, as is Aki Fiaz. You know, Aki Fiaz, tough fight with Dean Dodge, but ready really to move on to English level and British title stuff. If those two can get to British title level, and fight each other that's a really big fight for Manchester and again with Campbell it's only you know sooner or later it's 8-10 and sorry mate whether you're ready or not you've had there's, there's no one else to fight let's go and I think he's improving nicely I think I think you're going to see much better things from Campbell Hatton off the sort of card today I've seen uh, your your interview with Coogan yesterday and you went off and I enjoyed it I love that I love that Eddie Hearn I don't like the subdued yeah I'm going to keep my mouth shut Eddie Hearn I like the Eddie Hearn that goes off on one yeah, and I like that so yeah you went off a little bit you got any response from that from Tyson Fury I tried to check his social media he's not replied but has he sent you a message yet yeah I mean look it was um, yeah I guess look with all the Conor Ben stuff and stuff like that it does get you down mm. and maybe your mojo does get a little bit diminished but yesterday I was firing because I started thinking about AJ coming back on April the 1st and started thinking about how excited I was, started thinking about the heavyweight division and then started thinking about all the times I've been there before with this undisputed fight. This has nothing to do with me, right? And people say, why well, is Hearn commenting on Usyk Fury? Because I'm getting asked about it and I probably am in the top 1% of experts in the world that can give you exactly what's happening without even being involved in the conversations. And what's happening is Tyson Fury knows how difficult the fight is with Alexander Usyk and he has an amount of money in his head that he wants for that fight. That money is not achievable. Okay? They weren't able to deliver the fight in the Middle East, so now they have to come back and look at Wembley, which is completely impossible in terms of what Tyson Fury wants for that fight. Now, Tyson Fury wants, as I understand it, 70-30 or whatever the split is, I don't know. But Alex Krasuk comes out and says, look, we're up for entertaining 64, and apparently that's been rejected as well. Again, Twitter, whatever. The reality is, is Tyson Fury is a bigger draw than Alexander Usyk, no question. Alexander Usyk has three world heavyweight title belts. Tyson has one. What should the split be? In a commercial world, which is irrelevant, as I've found in the past, trying to negotiate the undisputed fight, Tyson Fury should get a better split. If he wants the fight, if he really believes that he wins the fight comfortably and makes history and creates legacy as the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, he takes 50-50. If he thinks the fight's very difficult and I'm only taking this fight if I get the right deal, don't blame him for that. Then he either finds a way to not make it happen or he tries to sit out for 70-30 or 65-35 or whatever he wants. So that is what is happening. 
And, you know, I feel in this instance, and I can't believe I'm quite saying this, but I feel for Frank Warren and, and George Warren because there's only, there's a certain amount of money in a pot. And sometimes fighters don't quite understand this. You know, they, they want more money. They want this. When there's, this is the amount of money being generated for the fight, there, there's, not, there's nothing else. You know, well, that's not enough money. That's your value in the fight. Well, I want more. But, but how? Do you understand what I'm saying? If a fight generates $100 million, that's the money available for the fighters. If you want $100 million on your own, where do you think that's coming from? So it's all very well Tyson Fury saying, I want $120 million or whatever I want. No one's prepared to pay it. You've tried. You've gone out to the Middle East, to various different countries, and pitched that fight. You've blanked in terms of delivering a deal. So now you have to decide, do you do it in Wembley or do you not do it at all? And do you fight someone else? And I think it'll be the latter. But face, face somebody else. Probably. But the reason that I was you know, bullish yesterday is because I'm, you know, I've seen and I've been on the back end of criticism from Tyson Fury coming out very well on social media saying this and that. And I've actually had times where he's come out and he's gone, I'll fight AJ, but it has to be in Wembley and it has to be available for free on TV and all the tickets to free charity. I've actually had people stopping me in the street going, oh, what about Tyson Fury? He's unbelievable. Said that everyone can come free to the AJ fight. And I'm like... Oh, God. And it's very difficult when you're dealing with that mentality. But, and I'm not even saying what Tyson Fury is doing is wrong, by the way. But what you can't do is you can't say, I don't care about money. I don't care about, um, you know, how much it is or where it is. And this guy's a middleweight and it's an absolute walking apart for me. And then turn down a fight, you know? So I'm just pumped for AJ to come back because right now AJ is behind closed doors in Dallas working his absolute bollocks off to come back and give the UK public an unbelievable performance and say, I'm back and I want to fight Tyson Fury. If I'm Tyson Fury right now, what I'm doing is, if I'm really not taking the Alexander Usyk fight, I'm reaching out to us and I'm making the Anthony Joshua fight for the summer. That's what is I'm that, doing. Is that an ideal word for you? 100%. We've got the framework of that deal in place. And that fight is twice the size of Fury against Usyk. And you may get a couple of hardcores listening to this going, how can you say that? It's the Unspirited Champion. Again, if you want to talk about commercial value, please don't question me. I know it like the back of my hand. The commercial value of AJ against Fury is monumental and much bigger than, than uh, Fury against Usyk. And I'll say this again. If Fury Usyk was as big as everybody thinks it is, it may get made but interesting and this site this time i'm just a fan like you or like people on so i've got nothing to do with it i've just got my opinion like everybody else yeah but some people agree with it some people don't but what i can do is it's opinion of an expert it's not the opinion of some geezer who's just stopped me down the down the pub like you no you, you know the business and i don't think tyson would i'm saying i don't i'm not criticizing tyson fury it's a very difficult fight but the reason I was bullish yesterday is because I start looking at Anthony Joshua and I go, not a guy that comes out and talks shit all over social media, doesn't tell the public false truths, has boxed everybody he's been asked to box, has tried to box others and boxed Alexander Usyk twice, back to back. Everyone said, don't fight Usyk. Fucking that's a really tough fight for you. No, I've got to fight him. He's my mandatory. Yeah, but, you know, but I want to be undisputed, so I've got to go through him. What credit did he get for that? None. And then when he got beat well in the first fight, everyone said, don't fight him again. It's a mismatch. You know, have an easier fight, come back. No, go straight back into the fight. Even the Ruiz 2 fight, and you can look at it now and say, oh, Andy Ruiz, 
he got he got dropped what four or five times in that fight and when he got up everyone said oh mentally finished can't possibly go into a Ruiz rematch we'll never do it he said no I'm mate the next day I'm 100% rematching Andy Ruiz one every round come back and I, you know listen I know he's my guy and I'll, I'll, I'll battle for AJ till the day I die but only because I know him and I know what he's all about he's a champion you know he's, he's a competitor and I can't wait to see him back. I'm nervous about him coming back because he's coming back off two defeats and the Franklin fight may be one of the most important of his career to date in that respect. But I know what he's all about. And what he's all about, he is about... And I know in the, in the press conference, money. Don't buy that. Of course, everybody wants the most money possible. I'm telling you now, day in, day out, this kid's a competitor. He's a winner and he just wants to fight the best. You pushed for time here, but I do want to get a couple of quick fires on you. Jake Paul. A mm. uh, couple of things about Jake Paul. Obviously, the wet dream story. That's why his legs were weak. And uh, obviously, running away from Floyd Mayweather and 30 of his guys. You're, you're, nah, that wasn't a good look. Your thoughts? I would have done the same. I would have probably legged it, but it's a terrible look. Yeah. I mean, it's one of them. You know, I mean, if you're a fighter, he's the only fighter in the world that would have run away. Do you know what I'm saying? But I don't blame him because, but I think in that instance, you have to just bite down on the gum shield because you know the world's watching and you have to say, do you know what? I'm going to front it out. If I get chinned, I get chinned and hopefully some security stepping. But turning around and doing the Bugs Bunny, you know, weren't the best. Roadrunner. But but, um, he's not, this, this is when we talk about fighters. To be a fighter, you have to be a certain type of individual. That's actually why I give Jake Paul props, because he's tough. He took a few good shots in there the other night, and he gets stuck in. But he ain't a fighter. You know, and fighters, what you saw there, that's just not what fighters do. I'm not saying it wasn't a smart move, because he got himself out of a situation. Like I'm saying, I probably would have done the same thing. Actually, I don't know if I would have. No, but it's not that. I'd rather take a pasting, in all honesty, than because that clip... You know, it just goes well. Um, but, yeah, it's a different world, Andrew. This is, we're in the fight game. It's a different world, mate. It's not, it's not. And you know the thing is about Jake Paul? He's created memes and brutalised his opponents for his whole career. And then when he lost to Tommy Fury, he wants to give the respect. But he doesn't give his respect to his former opponents. So you have to take what's coming he don't care he's got thick skin he's fine you know he'd be fine one final one for me then obviously your good friend Leonard Ellaby um, did you see his new look the beard game oh, yeah the beard game retirement's treating him well um, someone sent it to me and went look what you've done to Leonard Ellaby and I was like that's not Leonard Ellaby and it was yeah, yeah. Well, he's much greater than you Eddie uh, few, but no I hope he's, I hope he's doing well I know you're training with Parsons tonight Doing a little. Do you want me to do, take on the pads? You up for that? Yeah, I've got bad hands, mate, to be honest with you. I'll wrap you up, don't worry. Yeah, okay, we'll do that, yeah. Um, we're going to do a little 5k, few weights. Got to get Parsons fit. Yeah. I'm worried about him, he's 19. And you know, when I went to him earlier, Parsons, I went, we'll do 5k to start off. He went, yep. Yeah. I'm like, can you do 5k? We'll have a look. Eddie, thank you so much, my man, and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks, Eddie. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.